wearing my Clemson ACC champion sweatshirt in honor of QB. Clemson shirt right now. In honor of QB for Trevor Lawrence. Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Schauk alongside PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Merriam. So we, we said that we were done with scouting a portion. A lot of you were kind of upset by that. The reason is that there's less than three months until the draft, guys, and we have a lot Whoa. more players we want to cover. So we're going to run through the entire position of quarterback, our top 10 quarterbacks in the 2021 draft and break them down, kind of like a, a quicker version of just a, a big scouting report. So, of course, be sure to follow our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Boom or Bust Draft. YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, watch our website. We're down below. Check that out in the link below. And please like and subscribe to the channel. Comment any questions you have on our mailbag, or you can comment on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, or email us at boomerbustdraft at gmail.com. Um, and, of course, please support us because support for us is brought to you by that right there, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for Take all your below-the-waist grooming needs. 2 million and 4 men worldwide, excuse me. Four. To get yours, please go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BOOM or BUST. That's BOOM or BUST. No spaces, all caps, 20% off your purchase, and free shipping. So, guys, let's dive into our top 10 quarterbacks, which you'll see next week on our Big Board 2.0. Um, so, at number 10 is the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, oh, Ian Book. And, PJ, he is uh, he's your guy. So, what do you think about Ian Book? Um, okay, so Ian Book stinks. But <laughs> oh, God. I, I think you're going to see a recurring theme here in this video that um, almost all of these guys outside of the four, probably the four best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL draft as a top four, um, they're all terrible in their own special ways. Uh, Ian Book is no exception. Uh, he wins a lot. He's undersized. I was honestly impressed with him at the senior bowl. I thought he played really well. Um, his uh, of his team of of him Felipe Franks and Sam Ellinger to me he was the best guy there which was a plus um he's undersized I think he's got to make uh, better decisions in uh, quicker decisions not a, a great decision maker I think he's a good runner which will bring you value I, I think Ian Book is going to have a very nice career as a career backup somewhere um but he'll get a shot because as you said he's a winner he's the winningest quarterback in the history of Notre Dame. So I, I, I guess that matters for something. Somebody will draft him. He's a character guy. It'll work out. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's number 10. He's QB eight on my big board. Uh, I don't think he stinks the whole way. I think, you know, he has his issues. He relies too much on extending plays. He doesn't have maybe the arm strength that other people do. Um, but he's a, a very good leader. You know, I think he's Baker Mayfield with the worst arm. I think you hear that a lot. Um, he needs a good system in the NFL to succeed. He's not, you know, a starting quarterback by any stretch of the imagination in year one, but maybe, you know, a couple of years down the line, a low end starter, uh, could be in the cards for Ian book. Yeah. Probably a check down King at the next level. One of those guys will end up being a backup. Kyle Allen, like he'll fit into a West coast system, which can technically translate to most places. So wherever he'll go, he'll be a backup and he'll fit whatever system you want. Um, and just because he's kind of malleable like that, it's going to be 
he's going to be coveted in that backup QB day three pick slot that teams look for. Yeah, you hit it. I mean, QB 13 for me, I, I'm lower than you guys. Day three, great on him for me too, um, or even UDFA. 30 wins, most in Notre Dame history, like we said. You know, And also, they have guys, they have, they've had quarterbacks. Joe Montana, Brady Quinn, Joe Theismann. Those are just some of the names that, that went through. Brady Quinn was a great college quarterback. Here, don't, here, don't comes, here comes Max. Well, he, you know, he's a legendary Cleveland Brown, but here comes the whole book is Joe Montana. Uh, uh, who else are we missing here? Let's just get them all Jimmy out. Clawson. Jimmy Clawson. Keep yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, good job. He does a good job throwing on the move. He, he's pretty mobile. Not a strong arm, though. A lot of it was just chucking up 50 50 balls to his receivers. Undersized, you guys hit it. It's only six feet tall, 206 pounds. To me, he's a lot like my guy, which you could play the TikTok, Trace McSorley. Great college quarterback, very mobile, but undersized, doesn't have an NFL arm. I see Book having a similar career arc where he's like a career backup in the NFL. So Tate, let's go over to our number nine quarterback and that's Texas A&M's Kellen Mond, who after four years of starting, we still have no idea whether or not he's good. So what do you make of <laughs> Kellen Mond? Um, I don't really know what to make of Kellen Mond. That's kind of the whole bit. Uh, he's my QB 11. I think he has a nice zip on his ball. You know, that's a nice thing. Uh, he's battle tested. He's seen a lot of really good defenses in the SEC. Um, he's a good athlete, but he just has this really weird motion that I just can't get behind. He has this high elbow thing where he keeps his elbows like, it just looks weird. Um, I, I think he's also kind of like a simple one-read quarterback, and he's never made a jump, really. In all of his years of starting, he's never really made a jump into like the player that a lot of people maybe think he can become. So again, I mean, I think it's just like Ian Book. He's just going to be a backup in the NFL. Uh, senior Bowl MVP, Kellermont. I feel true, like true. Uh, looked actually pretty good in in the game. Looked better than Jamie Newman did in the actual game itself, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he's not, he's not, again, he's not good. But Kellermont, I actually <laughs> is going to have packages at the next one. He's a, he's a big dude. He's an athlete. You can tell, to- I could totally see some team drafting him as a developmental backup. And then, like, putting in a QB power package for, like, within the five-yard line. He, he's going to be able to get those yards. He's a big dude. Um, he's not fast. As I said at the beginning of the year in our QB4 video, he kind of looks like he's in molasses at all times. He does nothing <laughs> quickly, and he has no sense of urgency whatsoever. But he's a developmental guy. He, he As Tate said, arm strength is, is, is fairly decent, and I do think there's potential for running packages in there. So that's my Kellen Mond take. He's not any good. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think he'll go earlier day three. Maybe a high ceiling is a low four. I think he's a fifth-round guy. Uh, He's got a skinny build. It's kind of weird. Like, you know, he does look awkward in the pocket. He's not really super mobile, even though in college he may have picked up some rushing yards. But he protects the ball well. I think there are some progression things you'd like to see. At times, he's manipulated safeties, which is something you don't see a lot of guys do. Um, He gets the ball out quick, which I think is actually something you really look for with backup QBs. You just don't want a guy who's going to stand back there and be indecisive. Um, and because of that, I kind of have him, I might have him higher than all you guys do, actually. I don't, I don't, you guys, oh boy. does anyone else have him QB8? I have him eight, but, um, no, I don't. you know, he's, yuck, he's yuck. accurate, but he doesn't have like a talented arm. He just kind of fits balls in. He's again, he's just fine. Like, I don't, he's never going to be anything great, but he gets the job done. He gets the ball out quick. And I don't think he's going to be a disaster as a backup QB. 
Yeah, QB9 for me, fourth-round grade on him right now. He's experienced in a pro-style offense run by Jimbo Fisher, four-year start in the SEC. Like Book that we just hit on, he's a good passer rolling outside of the pocket. Um, but he's we've always waited for that next step. Like every year it seems like, it's like okay, this is a Kellen Mond breakout year. And like <laughs> I mentioned, like he's four years starting. And we still have no idea whether or not he can take that next step. Um, he makes some outstanding throws, but never does it consistently. Accuracy, arm talent, I think are both below average, if not average. Um, and again, a career backup who can start a game every now and then for you. Um, so number eight on our board is Davis Mills from Stanford. Nick, what do you make of the former five-star recruit? So he's got good size. He's got some arm strength. He can throw the ball downfield. He's a highly graded passer throwing the ball down the field due to, uh, according to PFF this season. My issue with him is I don't think he's much of a rhythm thrower. I think he really hesitates a lot of the time. He does go through his progressions, but he'll usually come back to guys to throw the ball. And I think a lot of the times you see him just kind of chucking the ball around. And it can be successful in the Pac-12, which has been a kind of down conference recently. But um, I think he needed another year. I think really coming out now was, was to put it not mildly stupid, uh, he's a guy who needs some development. And, uh, I mean, all right, he could be your backup QB. But, again, when you're looking for backups, you want guys who are just going to kind of get the ball out, not throw interceptions, not take sacks. This is a guy that I think is – if at his best going to be throwing a good amount of interceptions because he's going to be taking wild shots down the field. If I had to place my bet on a backup quarterback coming out of this grouping right here and the guys will get to at the end of the best of the rest, I'd bet on Davis Mills. He's my highest. He's my QB eight. Um, Max, you mentioned it. Pedigree, five-star, best quarterback prospect in the class of 2017. I think that matters. That gets people drafted, whether we want to talk about it or not. Five-star five star gets you drafted. Um, Jay Patterson. Jay Patterson <laughs> did not get drafted because I think we had a large enough sample size to just know that Shay Patterson was bad. We don't have with Davis Mills. Uh, only two years as a starter. He's been injured on and off. It was a really interesting, weird kind of career for him but uh, another pro style offense with david shaw who's it was a good quarterbacks coach big dude six four like uh, total potential he's got absolutely no mobility but he, he takes shots down the field which might not be what you want out of a backup quarterback but as a project i'll take my chances yeah i, I think that's fair as a project if you can kind of correct him and make him a better short range passer um I don't know. They hit on it. Not very athletic, kind of a mobile, but he has a really nice strong arm, really nice zip. I like watching him throw the ball deep because he just throws it with a speed and an accuracy that is just fun to watch. Um, and he's also a big boy. He's my QB nine currently. Ever been described as fun to watch before. I think you might have just debuted that. What, the, the fun to watch on Davis Mills? I, think you might have I like, he throws the ball deep very nice. I mean, it's just fun to watch. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. He's definitely a project, just like the last two guys we've mentioned. Yeah, so I think the top seven we're going to get into are, are pretty... We all have the same top seven in, in different orders, but I think after that, Davis Mills is probably the guy I would take a chance on. He's my number eight quarterback, fourth-round grade on him. Like you guys mentioned, number one quarterback recruit coming out of high school over guys like Tua, Jake Fromm. And you can see why. He's Both the pro. bad. Both bad. Why? From. Because I don't need I don't need really eyes to to know that. Well, the 2017 class had two one, basically nobody else. So you want to say Tate Martell? And I'll say that too. Oh, um, I think we should. Nathan. Prototypical pocket passer, pocket passer traits, good size. Like you guys mentioned, 6'4", 225, good arm strength. He was a quick decision maker in a pro style offense. 
But again, like Kellen Mond, you never really saw him take that next step. He has fewer than 500 dropbacks in his career. I would love for him to come back um, and play next year or even get an invite to the Senior Bowl. That, that was one of the most head-scratching non-invites, I thought, because he worked out there. Max, we yeah. have to have hey, Franks, Max. I know. We have to have Felipe Franks. I understand He's that. He's 6'6". I know. But we listen, I mean, Davis Mills, I thought, could have – Really improved his stock in the Senior Bowl, and he didn't get an invite. He actually worked out for for scouts there. Um, but like I said, a pure pocket passer, no mobility at all. He won't let plays outside of the pocket. Needs his feet set to make the throws, and the game's kind of trending away from that. Has the tools, but not much experience. He could surprise us all down the line and get a shot as a starter, but he isn't even close there to there yet. Um, so number seven on our quarterbacks list is Jamie Newman from Wake Forest, who was going to play at Georgia. Oh. But he did it. He did it. PJ, what do you got on Jamie Newman? I'm going to give it to Nick because Nick kind of ruined his his life. Uh, there was no player that had a more important week in, in Mobile, Alabama, what, three weeks ago at this point than Jamie Newman. Uh, I don't know if it went well. I, I'd actually venture to believe it didn't, which is kind of a shame. Uh, Jamie Newman needed to play well at the Senior Bowl, and I, I really don't think he did, especially in the game. Um, that offensive line for his team was absolutely terrible and, and did not give him a shot, but he struggled over the middle of the field. Um, I, we didn't get to see him run much because he was just running for his life, um, but I'm still kind of in on Jamie Newman. I, I, I think that he'll be okay. Um, I think he's a tier above everybody else we just mentioned, but I also think he's a t- in a tier of his own now under the 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 six above him um interesting a guy i wish we could have seen play play this year um but based on the 2020 or the 2019 tape listen it wasn't bad he did have say Chirot, who was a thousand yard receiver he's an athlete i i think he's like i don't know the guy when i always watch him i go back to like jared goff what if jared goff had legs and i think he's a worse passion than jared goff obviously but i think that's like pretty much the, the reasonable expectation of like he's never gonna be too good but i i do think you could feasibly win with him at some point yeah um you saw a lot of rock us he hasn't played in a game uh in a year but the things you saw, you know, he had very natural arm strength. If you just watched, you know, him throw the ball, if, like the camera was just on him, you didn't see where it went. I think, you know, it would have gone gen well. Like, he looked natural as a quarterback in the pocket. Um, and he also, he can get outside the pocket and move. He's a pretty good athlete. But it's just inconsistent accuracy you saw in Alabama um, that, you know, maybe could just be rust. Maybe you got to get him in a training camp and get him a year as a backup and kind of see where it goes. But, I mean, I think down the line, yeah, he could probably start for an NFL team. Yeah, he's got the the size, arm strength, mobility, the stuff that you look for in QB prospects that can translate to being really successful at the NFL level. And early on in the senior bowl, after I wrote an article about him, I was like, this guy's playing well. Because without pass rush, when you just lined him up and were like, throw the ball against coverage, he looked great. But then you threw him in these positions where he had an O-line in front of him and pass rushers. He did not look comfortable at all inside the pocket. It had been a while since he had played. Understandable, but he was stepping up too early. Sometimes he was backing up too much. And he just didn't look like he was ready to play NFL football at the Senior Bowl. Um, So if someone can, you know, get him back on track and playing the way he was two years ago and we go from there, I don't know. But the, the measurables are what matters. These type of guys, you want athletic guys at quarterback. And... You could make the argument outside of Trey Lance that Jamie Newman, in terms of arm strength, mobility, and physical tools, 
has that athletic ability that no one else in this class does. But he hasn't shown it on the field yet, other than, you know, some good sample sizes with deep ball throwing two years ago at Wake Forest, which didn't translate to all of his throws. He's a project. Um, and I think someone will take a chance on him in the third or fourth round. Yeah, I actually have him in top 50 on my board. Might go a little bit lower before we drop the board, but top, QB7 for me right now. Look, him opting out was a What big did he blow. say? I said maybe top 50. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going through it, but I, I like Jamie Newman, man. Um, I was excited to see what he could do in a pro-style offense at Georgia in the SEC instead of the RPO heavy one. He ran at Wake Forest. That doesn't really translate. You kind of saw it. You kind of saw it. What? He hive happened. Yeah, which is true. But yeah, but next year will be uh, pretty fun with uh, with JT Daniels. But Jamie Newman, like the senior bowl, I think was one, a factor of him not playing for a whole year. Two, a factor of this is the first time he played in a pro style offense in his career, basically. So, and you saw, you know, he wasn't ready. So yeah, this guy is a project. I'm not going to deny that. Good mobility though. Good arm strength at 6'4", 230. Downfield accuracy, I think is really good. He drops in a bucket really well. Um, but he, he struggled when Sage Sherratt was hurt. He opted out. He didn't look great in the senior bowl and played in a pretty college offense, which could hold teams off from taking him highly. I'd probably take a flyer mid to late second round or early third round because I think there is a shot. So that's, there that's is a the, shot. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm right now top 50. I'm still going through, but there's a shot. He becomes a starting caliber quarterback. Tate, let's go over to a guy that many people had in the first round going through this year. And that's Kyle Trask from Florida. What do you make of him? Uh, not much. Gonna keep it a hundred. Um, yeah, he's QB six. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I mean, there are good things about him. He uses his brains. He's a, a smart quarterback because he's not a plus athlete. He has to rely on these other traits, I think, to succeed. He's accurate. Uh, he's a good thrower. Um, but he's just not mobile. It's like Big Ben esque, you know. Like, mm -hmm. but not, not less like Big Ben. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to work like Big Ben. I don't know how Big Ben worked with his mobility. Um, and then also another thing I want to think about is, um, you know, Dan Mullen, like the simple concepts. He ran a lot of just kind of simple concept like levels and stuff that make the reads for, for Trask kind of easy at Florida this year. Um, and then also lack of starts, question mark. I put that down. Um, it was his first full year as a starter. He didn't start in high school. Um, you know, these these are things to, to pay attention to, especially when we're looking at guys like, you know, Davis Mills, who only played 13 games in his whole college career. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, second round pick grade currently. Some team's going to take him there. It's going to probably not go great. And he's probably just going to be a backup. Um, if you're drafting Kyle Trask to be your starting quarterback, I, I have some bad news. I think I don't I don't really think anybody's going to want that. Um, I do think he's better than Jamie Newman, but the, my problem with Kyle Trask is I don't think any I I don't think any quarterback just enjoys throwing like more balls that could be intercepted than Kyle Trask. <laughs> he's a huge fan of just like either throwing 50-50 balls, which I mean works when you have Trey Grimes and Kyle Pitts. Like that's fine. Taking deep shots 50-50 when you have those two, great. Um, that's not going to happen in the NFL. Sorry, you're not going to have those two. And they're not going to be better than the quarterbacks they're facing, even if even if you do have those. Um, the guy struggles with even the simplest reads, um, which is kind of, it's not great, especially in the LSU game. And then he got exposed in the bowl game against Oklahoma when nobody was playing with him. Um, so yeah, he benefited from having two of the probably four best skill position players in the country in Canarius, Tony and Kyle Pitts, as anybody would. Um, 
he's like lights out though between zero and 15 yards like he really is elite in in short to to the beginning of intermediate which is a plus um i don't think he has an entirely strong arm i think he's smart i think his pocket awareness is actually pretty decent he just he can't move as tate said but he's a big dude um i i, I think new orleans another team with i i keep coming back to with it a quarterback who hasn't been able to throw the ball down the field. Um, listen, he's not better than Jameis, but if you wanted to run the little rinky dink Drew Brees offense, I, I think you could get away with it maybe, but I wouldn't be confident in doing so. Yeah, another big guy, immobile kind of. I think his arm talent's pretty good, actually. I, I do think he has a strong arm at times, but I don't think he uses it that often. I think there are a lot of touch passes in that offense and he, a lot of short passes. They just didn't have to rocket it as much. Um, not a mobile guy. His size is what's going to matter for keeping him up in the pocket, right? It was hard to tackle Big Ben. That's how he stayed in the league. It's going to be hard to take down a 240-pound uh, chonk Thanos of Kyle Trask. But in terms of decision-making, that's a, that's a PJ-ism, if you're wondering. Uh, you know, he he's, he's did, did a good job in a Florida offense that, to be honest with you, couldn't run as well with a guy like Emory Jones, who I believe is a, uh, is he like a five-star? I, I don't know. He's four a star? high four-star. Yeah, he's high a high four-star. Star. So, I mean, it's impressive for a guy who didn't play in high school to come out, even with all those great weapons around him, which is the same thing we're talking about with Mac Jones, to go up against SEC competition, make good reads over and over again. He did turn the ball over some, you know, made some questionable throws at times downfield. But, again, this is another project guy. He's not your starter if you're bringing this type of guy on. This is a – he has traits that other guys at quarterback don't have. He's going to work in certain offenses. The Saints, I think, would be a great fit. I think you're right about that, P.J., um, but the size, the, the arm, uh, the ability to make throws downfield, whether you have great weapons or not, it's just hard to find guys like that. Yeah, for me, QB6, top 40 player, took a massive leap this year and route to being a Heisman finalist. Looked like a different quarterback altogether. And, and the fact that he did it in his second year starting since his sophomore year of high school, that is very encouraging because you can ask yourself, like, okay, what if there's another big leap like this? Because um, this guy is not very experienced, even dating back to high school. Derek King started over him in high school. So this is a guy who doesn't have that much experience. So maybe, you know, he's just getting started. So it is encouraging. Uh, able to throw a touch this year, which is something he really didn't, didn't do last year. Just kind of rifled it in last year. Stands tall in the pocket in face of pressure. You guys mentioned it. Ben Roethlisberger-esque size. He's actually, he's actually the, the exact same size at 6'5", 240. Statue, though, in the pocket. Not mobile at all. Also, you guys hit on it, too. Throwing to loaded receiving core. Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony. When they didn't play in that bowl game against Oklahoma, he Respect was awful. He was on awful. Trey Grimes is fine. Trey Grimes is fine. But Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony going in the first round, uh, he was rough in that Oklahoma game, the bowl game. I think three first quarter interceptions, I think it was. Um, yeah. Again, not really any high-end trades, but the fact that he made like a Joe Burrow similar type leap from just a, another guy to had all numbers. of a sudden dominating. Yeah, better numbers. Yeah, and the SEC, he could get drafted. Uh, he should get drafted on day two, second round, and, and could be a starter down the line, but don't plan on that anytime soon. Number five quarterback, Mac Jones from Alabama. Nick, what do you think about him? Another guy. Here we go. We just talked about it. Team member. Nick. Sorry, my bad. No, I know, but future, I was just shouting you out because he's your quarterback next year at this rate. <laughs> Is he? I saw something about that earlier. Did they say something about that? No, I'm just I'm just making fun of you. Somebody in Washington was talking. I don't know, whatever. I, Twitter is just a whole thing, and I, I can't keep up with it. Um, 
Yeah, he's another guy that just has great weapons in college, and it it matters, but not to the degree that I think people make it out to. Just because quarterback is the most important position, and if you're playing well, you know you get that credit because you're directing everything in that offense. Um, really, some unbelievable touch passes from him downfield as the year went on. He really plays with nice anticipation. He's another guy, though, in terms of the pocket. He doesn't have the size of Kyle Trask, and I don't really think he has mobility either. He might be a little more than than Trask, but. I mean, we saw him run a couple times in the national title, and it just doesn't look good. Like, he's not he's not going to be taking off for 12 yards at a time like Patrick Mahomes was in the Super Bowl when guys are playing off ball and just trying to cover downfield. Um, so you need an offense where you have good weapons, and he can be like that kind of Kirk Cousins-type facilitator guy who can make the big throws downfield and also intermediately and not turn the ball over, you know, effectively just be somebody you don't want to worry about at the quarterback in the next level. He's never going to push you over the top, though. He's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, it's still a valuable piece to have a quarterback that's middling and doesn't lose you games because they're throwing the ball to their team every other play. I don't know what to make of Mac Jones, and I I haven't. Somebody's (laughs) going to take him in the first round. I wouldn't. Um, I think that there is a chance, like, like Nick just said there, it's like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. These guys are, like, good, but you can always do better. Um, I even think like if Mac Jones turns into Colt McCoy and has like a 15 year career where he's been a starter and like is a good backup and just comes in and out and in and out. If you give him a couple more weeks with the ones, like maybe he'll be okay. Like, I think that's what we're looking at for Mac Jones. Would I take that guy in the first round? Absolutely not. But he's thrown, shown great touch this year. Um, I, I listen, it's really easy to not lose games at Alabama, but he didn't do that, which I think means something. And I, I think it's another thing, much like Trask, where he persevered through Tua and Hurts and stayed the course and didn't transfer and got rewarded for it. He was impressive this year, for sure. Um, I just have so many questions about how good he is when he's out of that situation. I, he's not a franchise quarterback. At the very least, I think at his pinnacle, you're always going to be able to upgrade, much like a Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins. So it's like, at that point, maybe just wait for next year. It depends on the team. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is a groundbreaking franchise quarterback. I don't think anybody's really making him out to be. He's probably going to go late first, early second at the latest um, the thing I really like about him is he completed 77% of his passes this year. I mean, that's, yeah, you can be like, well, he had good, you know, wide receivers, whatnot, but the quarterback at some point, you know, does need to make accurate passes. And he did that a lot. Um, didn't really turn the ball over either. I mean, it's just going to be about what team, what system is he in, who is around him. Um, and that's going to spell how good he is. I think PJ is pretty dead on with the Colt McCoy kind of like, you know, he starts some games here and there. He probably might back up for a while, but I think he's Mac Jones will probably have a very Mac long NFL career, have long NFL career. He's a yeah. smart guy. He gets it. Um, he doesn't, you know, just rely on his running. So it's not like in five. Um, I, I fully expect Mac Jones to just be around the NFL for a long time. Yeah. QB five for me, top 25 player was a Davey O'Brien award winner this year. Um, as the nation's best quarterback, he mastered that Alabama offense, man. And I'm not saying he's a better prospect because I don't think it's even close, but he played better in that Alabama offense than Tua ever looked in an Alabama offense. He had excellent timing with his receivers all year, incredibly accurate underneath. Um, but the fact that you guys hit it, the Alabama offense so loaded, what was such a big negative, only 44 passes from PFF, only 44 passes into tight windows all year 
out of his 311 completion. So this guy was throwing a wide open receivers almost every play. The arm strength, not good. He often underthrew his receivers downfield, but they made up for it because of how good they were. Not mobile at all. Pure pocket passer again. Only one elite year or two. Um, does have some translatable skills to the NFL, though. Should be drafted in the first round, I think. Give it a shot. Just don't expect to ever see Alabama Mac Jones ever again. I see a lot of Kirk Cousins in him. He'll be a decent, he could be a decent starter in the NFL, um, but I don't know about much more than that. So the next four guys, we all did videos on, so we can kind of right, run through these pretty quickly. But I want to start with Nick on Trey Lance, because this is before Nick actually joined the show. So Nick, what were your thoughts on Trey Lance? Unreal highlight reel. Guys, just so much fun to watch. Um, Wet noodles. Again, he's the type of guy who is a project, but to a degree we've seen it. It's the reason he's a project is that he's played at North Dakota State, and the competition level is lower, and he's on the best team in the country. It's the same thing with Mac Jones. The difference between him and Mac Jones, obviously, is physical tools, and honestly, he just was a better quarterback in, in the system he played in than Mac Jones was. Um, we saw some unbelievable downfield throws. For my money, uh, some of the, the difficulty of some of the downfield throws that Trey Lance made and the touch on those throws are some of the best throws from any of the quarterbacks we've seen in this draft. Um, now you need to replicate that in an offense in the NFL where everything is quicker, the windows are tighter, and you've got bigger guys defending you. And he had a lot of open windows in North Dakota State. It's, it's no lie, everyone knows this. It's part of the reason why he threw zero interceptions in his two years ago, which is unbelievable in its own right, even if you're throwing the wide open guys, because it means he didn't make a single mistake with your reads. Um, but again, we saw him working on his on his throwing motion on the offseason because it was kind of a little iffy at times at North Dakota State. Hopefully that gets better. Either way, he has an unbelievable floor because as a runner, he has this kind of Cam Newton upside where he can run. He's got some speed to him and he can run through guys. And so you're going to line him up. You're going to run QB power and you're going to get yards with him that way until he figures out how to throw the ball, in which case he has unbelievable arm talent. He's a guy who navigates the pocket well because he can move. It's all projection for this guy, but if he works out and he continues to improve, he has that Josh Allen ceiling that you're looking for in a in a effectively blue chip quarterback prospect. Trey Lance is the best quarterback in the world. Move on. Well, I mean that's just a horrible take. Um, so he's obviously not. Man, if well, you think you ranked him fourth, so no. Or I just, listen, I think I think he's got the the highest ceiling of all these guys. I think he's the Whoa. the world beater. I think Whoa. it's fair. I think Whoa. it's fair take. I think he's the world beater. Um. All right. Well, uh, if you thought Mac Jones and Alabama were overpowered against his opponents, wait till you see North Dakota State and Trey Lance. Every single player in North Dakota State's offense is better than the player they're lining up against, unequivocally, hands down. Um. Trey Lance, he can he runs nice, like Nick said. Uh, he has a big arm. Yes, that's also true. Um, if you thought Mac Jones guys were open, wait till you see Trey Lance tape because you know there's nobody within 40 yards of their guys. Um, you know he's good. There's going to be a lot of work that you got to put in. The learning curve is going to be big to the NFL. Um, you know I just have my doubts. He's coming against some wet noodles in college, and he played well. And now go do it in the NFL. Is he top 10 for you, Tate, or no? No, he's 11. Okay, so he's eight. He's eight for me. QB four, tools outstanding, man. Best mobility in this class by far, I think. Runs like a running back. Operate an RPO system, I think, really well. Arm strength too, really, really good. Strongest, one of the strongest arms in this class. Accuracy is my biggest question, but he's a big boomer bust player. Roll credits, take right. him the to top Roll ten. Uh, I think Dak is a really good comparison for him. So real quick, we so we did video, all of us did videos on these guys, the top three. 
But really, really quick, Tate, what were your thoughts on Zach Wilson from BYU, our number three quarterback? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. I think it's a, a safer pick. But, I mean, he, he's, you know, he kind of plays like Mahomes. I'm not saying he is Mahomes. I'm not, you know, Max Chadwick. Oh, you are but, you know, he Mahomes. runs around. No, 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 no. Um, got a big arm, accurate downfields. I mean, there's a lot of things to like, but obviously the level of competition is a thing to not like about Zach Wilson. Uh, level of competition uh only one year well not only one year but only one year is an elite starter really uh and he was great but I, I just i have question marks about these guys who come from smaller schools we have one year of effectively nfl tape on tv and and he's a guy who hasn't really played although he obviously has a system he doesn't really play within it he kind of just does whatever the heck he wants rolls out of the pocket throws dimes downfield which is great but the nfl you gotta you gotta go through progressions and i I love him. I think he's great. I think he's a top five pick on fourth on my board. But I do have Justin Fields higher just because I think he's a little more NFL ready. He's had more starts. Again, same thing with Lance. High, higher ceiling than Fields. I, I'm just, I'll take my chances with the quarterback. I, I agree. Higher ceiling than Fields. I think it's only slightly, though. And I think Fields much higher floor. Third overall on my board, number three quarterback. Of course, please check out the video if you want to learn more about Zach Wilson and what we think about him. Uh, number two on the board, Justin Fields from Ohio State. Nick, real quick, what do you think about Fields? Well, I think we undervalue the ability for a quarterback to run in the NFL. I think it opens up so much for the playbook. And I know you'd rather want to have a guy who can throw the ball well because, hey, if you can just throw the ball downfield and be great, you can win Super Bowls. But here's the thing. Not everyone can have an elite passing quarterback. It doesn't happen. So if you have a guy who's a pretty good passer and an elite runner, that's the second best thing. And I think Justin Fields at – is likely at least that he could be an elite passer as well. Um, the the question will be about how that Ohio State uh, system translates. I think he'll be fine. I think he was clearly better than Dwayne Haskins in that same system. And Haskins does not have the intangibles that Fields has. Fields is legitimately one of my favorite people in this draft. Um, I think you saw that with his grit against Clemson. Justin Fields is very, very good and will be a good quarterback immediately, even if he's on the Jets. <laughs> Finn. Um, yeah, I mean, if he just speeds up his reads and takes less sacks, I think those are the only two things he really needs to work on. I have no real concerns about the Ohio State system because that's the Ohio State system they ran with Justin Fields is different than the Ohio State system they ran with all their other previous quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a very good NFL starter. Yeah, number two overall, number two uh, quarterback, I think he's Deshaun Watson, man. I think he's a really good runner. Really, really talented passers who are underrated, I think, both of them as passers. Um, but make no, but they are really, really good, and they hold on to the ball for a long time, too, which can take some bad sacks, but also make some great plays, too. So Deshaun Watson comp. Finally, PJ, the guy that you thought you were going to have for basically the entire season. That was just uncalled for. That was he, so slips, mean, dude. he slips through your fingertips. So what, do you think about, what, what do you think about Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the most polished quarterback prospect in the history of football. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one overall pick, and I still hurt, hate the Urban Meyer thing. I think it's <laughs> going to be an unmitigated disaster, and I'm sorry Trevor got caught up in it. Uh, yeah, if PJ thought Trey Lance was the best quarterback ever, wait till he watches Trevor Lawrence play football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he's three-year starter he's been excellent he does nfl things you know what are you gonna i do think we're overestimating maybe his seal is his ceiling a little bit i think we did the same thing with andrew luck 
but uh, which is why Luck was never the best quarterback in the NFL. But um, which you know what, if if Trevor Lawrence is a number six best QB in the NFL and is immediately and is always that, look, the Jaguars aren't going to complain. So you take him number one. You don't even think about it. Yeah, he's got the highest floor, and I think he honestly close to the highest ceiling, if not the highest ceiling of this draft. You could literally do everything. So Jacksonville, take him and be happy for the next fifteen years. Uh, so real quick, guys, I wanted to ask you, we cover the top 10 quarterbacks on our board, but obviously there's a few guys that didn't make it that are in our top 10s individually. So, Tate, let's start with you. Who's the best quarterback um, that's not in this top 10 list? Uh, uh, Peyton Ramsey, Mike King, QB 10. Um, good poise, throws the accuracy and touch. I think he's a slept-on athlete. Um, he's got arm strength, but uh, I'm all in on the Peyton Ramsey train. Uh, my guy is going to be Shane Buchel from, from SMU. Um, I don't, I, I don't even know, uh, high octane offense, just f- fun to watch Shane Buchel, uh, mm-hmm. go watch SMU and go wish that Reggie Roberson didn't tear his ACL and could be in this draft, but yeah. we'll, we'll see him more next year. Uh, Shane Buchel is, is fine. He's fun. Love Roberson. Um, my guy is Brady White. I think he's similar to Buchel. Um, both heavy RPO offenses. Uh, SMU, more of an air raid type. Uh, they both kind of throw nice spirals. They don't really do complicated throws. They don't do complicated progressions. But I just think because of the Memphis offense is a lot of motion, a lot of running back wide receiver hybrids, similar stuff that you're seeing to creative NFL offenses, he'll translate better. So that's why he's my 11. Yes, my guy was QB 10 for me, and I'm going to – you know, duck from all the tomatoes are going to hurl at me. Sam Ellinger. Terrible. Oh, no, no, Sam no, Ellinger, no, no. man. Listen, I, I'm not saying he's ever going to be a starter. He's a great Garbage. college quarterback. He started for four years at Texas over Shane Buchel, by the way. He beat out your guy. And then um, what happened? Pocket presence. He, he's good. He's been good every year. Pocket presence under is an center. issue. Doesn't have an NFL arm, but he can find a role in the league. He has decent accuracy. He'll be a Pull career back. backup in the nfl so that's our top 10 quarterbacks in this year's draft and the best of the rest too so please 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 comment below what you think about this quarterback class subscribe to the channel like the video and go to manscaped.com and use the code boomer bust all space all caps no uh no spaces to get 20 percent off your purchase and free shipping so for pj clark tate sigworth and nick miriam i'm max shadwick have a great night